Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I'm talking to a phenomenal business owner that helps corporate executives exit the corporate life. Now we're going to talk all about that. So stay tuned. Now, welcome back to the Business Talk Library. So let me bring on my amazing guest so we can talk all about this. Brendan, welcome to the show. Hey, pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to spending some time together. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, just the fact that you're a Notre Dame alum, just it just says something very special about you as well. Everyone who not, watches knows I, I got my master's from Notre Dame, so maybe I'm biased, but I think it's true. Hey, man, you know, anything that I can do to uh, spend a little time with a fellow Domer, give back to the, the Notre Dame community, always time well spent. So, again, very, very happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Now, like I said, it, you and I were talking before I hit record. I really love what you put in your profile on LinkedIn about, you know, helping the corporate executives exit corporate life. Um, and we're going to talk about that. But before we jump into that, tell us a little bit about your background and just kind of how you got into the business that you're in now. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So for the majority of my career, I've been um, what I call a professional matchmaker, right? It's certainly not something that you hear every day. But, you know, what that means for me is earlier in my career, I worked for a Chicago-based firm. And they specialized in this idea of taking aspiring high school athletes and then matching them with the college program that best fit them, what they wanted to major in, um, where they qualified to play, that kind of thing. Uh, fun work. You know, for somebody like me, I've got a, a lifelong passion for sports. I'm a big believer in, in what it means for young people. And proud to say that in that juncture of my career as part of their leadership team, I helped that company grow, you know, from a, a humble, sort of well-intended startup to what is now one of the country's largest third-party athletic recruiting firms. Wow. Um, I think today they staff over 2,500 people. So it was certainly wow. fun to be a, a part of that ride and, um, and be a part of their growth. And, you know, somewhere during that journey like many people do, you know, I, I started to get that itch, right? This idea of sort of taking what I've learned and, and using that to, uh, to parlay it into doing my own thing. Um, you know, I, I knew that I had a, a pretty unique skill set, but I didn't necessarily have that million dollar idea. So, you know, what I settled on is, is this idea of setting out to explore existing businesses, uh, more specifically, franchising. I spent a lot of time doing this. You know, I, I vetted everything from emergency restoration brands to, you know, hair cutteries, everything in between. And what I eventually came to realize is that, you know, what I was really passionate about, it was right under my nose. It was the, the due diligence process itself. It's, uh, it's what I'd been doing my entire career you know, serving as a matchmaker. In this case, I was taking my own personal profile, my skill set, my my goals, my, visit, my vision, pardon me, for business ownership and trying to match it to the concepts that best fit what I was trying to do. Um, and Golden Franchise Consulting was born. 
Uh, if you're wondering, you know, the name of my business, it does have that that underlying Notre Dame theme. That's um, <laughs> not lying if I said that was a that was a total coincidence. But you know, now many years later, I'm I'm still a matchmaker, right? But rather than helping college athletes, matching them to a program that fits them, I now you know do something similar with uh, aspiring business owners. Nice. I, I, I think that's something that's very amazing because, you know, my background is accounting and finance. And I, so I spend in my own firm a lot of time with, you know, small business owners or sometimes talking to people who think they want to be a business owner. And one of the things that I find to be very underrated is people doing the due diligence to find out, is this opportunity the right fit, the right match for you? <laughs> you know, I think you've really hit on something and sort of one thing that I really encourage the people I work with to think about is, you know, regardless of what business you're going into, regardless of, of what it is or any external factors, the number one asset to any business is always going to be you, right? Mm -hmm. The the captain of the ship, the engine that makes it all run. So you're best served to, to take that inside out approach, Right. Start with learning everything you can about yourself and then aim to, you know, find the things that are best going to help, you know, a business grow based on what you do well and, and what you're trying to accomplish, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I guess, do you find because, I mean, this is my hypothesis. So I'm very curious if you've seen this where I find sometimes that some people look at the numbers and say, well, you know, people in this business are making X amount of dollars and they just rush in like, you know, this is the business I need to go after. But one of the questions I ask some people is, you know, are you the right fit? Because I yeah. think sometimes people get blinded by the dollar signs and they don't yeah. really assess it. So. Yeah, you know, that's very interesting to to apply that to franchising, right? If you look at any franchising model, even the, the world-class ones, right? There's always going to be a big variance in how their franchisees are performing. You're going to have people that are hitting it out of the ballpark, and then you're going to have ones that maybe are, are barely making ends meet, right? So it lends itself to that, that question you ask, you know, how can – how can they be working the same business system? And some people are doing great and some aren't, right? And again, I found that it's it's primarily two things. You're either in a business that doesn't fit your home market, or like you said, you're in a business that just isn't allowing you to take full advantage of your own individual skill set. So regardless of how you slice it, it is really about you. It is really about finding that right match. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Now, how do you usually help people to, you know, because sometimes when people are thinking about starting a business, I mean, they're excited. I mean, there's a lot of emotions going like, how do you usually help them slow down enough to really take, you know, that honest assessment before jumping into something? You know, it's it's funny. Sometimes in my line of work, you're you're sort of acting as a um, as a psychologist more, <laughs> more so than, than anything else. You know, there's um, when you're talking about buying a business, there's, um, there's a lot of emotions in play. You know, you're, you're, you're scared, you're uncertain. Um, a couple of things I say is, you know, knowledge is, is everything, you know, conducting a thorough due diligence process and, and, you know, learning about the business and, and, you know, 
having as much knowledge around the decision as you can is the best way to sort of mitigate um, some of that fear. And then the other thing is you're only ever going to get 85% there, no matter what. Even if you find that perfect match, there's always going to be that sort of looming element of uncertainty. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to take that leap of faith and you know, reality is that that some people have it and 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 some people don't. You know, it's um, it's a kind of process that, if nothing else, you you learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. Awesome! I absolutely love that. Now, I, I definitely want to dive into, like I said, the, the tagline that you had on your on your your LinkedIn page of you know helping executives, you know, you know, exit the corporate life. So. Where did that one come from and just kind of how have you seen that play out as, as you've been like, you know, leading and building your own business? You know, it's um, a lot of it comes from my own personal experience. Um, my life in the corporate world, it was very fulfilling, um, but it was always sort of missing something. So, you know, the more I can do to help other people sort of uh, uh, realize in themselves what that sort of missing element may be and then do the right things to, to go out and try and find it. You know, even if after starting down that path, it turns out that franchising isn't what you need to find what that is, you know, then at least I, I have the, the, the peace of mind of knowing that I, I help them turn over the stone. Um, and, you know, there's, um, there's certainly a lot of other things along the way that I've learned about myself and that I've learned about, um, that I've learned about sort of business ownership and, and how it's, how it's different from, you know, life in a corporate job. Gotcha. Now, do you find that, um, many people who are, uh, say they're, they're, they're executives and they're leaders in the corporate world. Um, do you find that many of them are prepared for those differences between, being in the corporate world and then actually owning and running a franchise? You know, I I would say that one of the fun things about my line of work is no two circumstances are the same, right? Mm -hmm. So I can genuinely say that it it, it runs the gamut from people that are are fully prepared for the change and and people that, um, that maybe need a little help getting there. You know, if I can attach one example... You know, as an employee, you're you're providing your employer some sort of service, and then you're you're getting paid in return for that service, right? That's at its core a pretty simple kind of transaction, right? But part of the paradigm shift in becoming a business owner is in in how you're being paid. You know, your your earnings. I think one question that everybody has is, well, you know, if I go into franchising, how much money can I make? And, you know, of course they have that question. Why, why wouldn't you? It's, you know, at the top of everybody's mind. But, you know, sometimes I have to sort of challenge them to start thinking about that differently. Because as a business owner, your earnings, it's not, it's not as simple. You know, some of what you make is given to yourself back in the form of a salary. But you also have to remember that the business itself that is an entity with a monetary value. So you also need to nurture that. You need to put money back into your business. Um, there's also other factors. You're now talking about maybe having to get health insurance out on the open market. And 
you know, you're also taxed very differently as a business owner. So it's um, regardless of how you think about it, it's just not really an apples to apples comparison. So maybe that's a good example of, you know, something that people have a hard time uh, beginning to think about differently when they're making that leap into business ownership. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that is amazing. So, you know, now when it comes down to, you know, someone that, you know, that's looking at different options outside of, you know, working a corporate career, I mean, how would they best think about the way that, you know, your business helps them kind of navigate that journey? I think that in a lot of ways, it's about helping you answer questions that you may not be thinking to ask yourself. You know, the common path when I'm, you know, when I'm working with people who are starting to think about business ownership, it's to jump on the web and and just start going nuts on the Google machine, right? When you start doing that, it's going to be very easy to start getting overwhelmed. You know, there's over (laughs) 4,000 franchise concepts available out there, and that's only franchising. You know, the world of business ownership is, of course, much broader than that. So it's about sort of reeling in, reeling in your focus, um, helping you maybe learn, um, learn to know what you don't know. And then from there, it's, it's building that profile of you and what you're trying to accomplish and then helping introduce you to the concepts that, that check those boxes for you. I think a big value in it is a lot of the, the, the due diligence, a lot of the vetting has already been done for you. I'm aligned with an amazing franchise brokerage firm that, you know, has weeded out all the bad apples and and narrowed down that universe of thousands of franchises to the couple hundred that are are really worth exploring further. No, I think that is a, a very a very valuable resource because, you know, I was amazed when I was looking, I think it might have been it might have been Entrepreneur Magazine and it was their franchise issue or maybe it was a Fortune 500 or Fortune Magazine. Sure. And I looked at the franchise and I was just like, man, I was overwhelmed just by the list that they had of the number of franchises. So I'm just like, there are so many options yeah. and then there are new franchises being created all the time. So I'm like, yeah, you probably need someone who understands it to help you navigate it if that's the decision you're looking at. Yep. And you know what? I'll, I'll even take it one step further, let you in on a little secret. Depending on what kind of list you were looking at, it's like anything else. A lot of times it's nothing more than clickbait. So what's to say that, you know, the 500 best this or that or, or the top 100 in this category, what's to say they didn't pay to get on that list? Or, wow. you know, there's almost always some sort of sort of underlying um, ulterior motive there. Mm hmm. Wow. No, that that is good to know. So if someone's interested in working with you, how do they get in touch with you? Where do they find you online or on social media? LinkedIn, like anything else, great place to start. Um, I actually just uh, spent some time revamping, giving my website um, a facelift. That's www.goldenfranchising.com. That's a, you know, that's a great place to catch me as well. Um, you know, I've, I've got a direct line that I'm manning all hours of the day. So, you know, if you're interested in chatting about it, one of the amazing things about the service that my firm gives is I'll never ask you for a dime. You know, we're paid like an executive recruiter, which means from the franchise brands themselves. So for the people we work with, 
even if it's just a conversation to better learn what's available, always willing to do that. And we'll never ask you for a dime for it. Nice. Nice. I absolutely love that. I love that. Now, yeah. He doesn't love free, right? <laughs> and, you know, it's one of those things that I always tell people is when you're working with someone who's, you know, when their incentives are aligned with you winning, it's just like, you know, that you're going to be in a much better because they have That's a right. built in incentive to make sure, hey, you get the best option available. Sure. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before we wrap up, one of the questions I like to ask every guest that comes on, I mean, with, with your experience, you know, from where you've been, where you, your business is now, and just, you know, all the exposure that you've had to other business owners, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other business owners? Hmm. Good question. Good, good way to take it down the home stretch. <laughs> now, here's, here's what I'll say. I think that as a new business owner, you're naturally inclined to want to do everything yourself, right? You're, you're there, you're hungry. You know that at the end of the day, nobody's going to do it like you want it done. You know, maybe especially in the early going, you'd rather spend some of your own sweat capital than, than your actual capital on the resources that you'll need. But, you know, it's, it's like anything else. Reality is that if you're focused on 15 different things, you're likely not doing any of them really well. So it's not easy to do, you know, especially somebody like me and, and a lot of entrepreneurs would say the same. I'm a, I'm a control freak, right? So it, it's not the easiest thing to do, but you, you do need to learn to let go. You know, delegating is critical. Um, and if you're like me and you don't have a big staff, then outsourcing is equally critical. You know, it's going to challenge your nerves on a on a day-to-day -day basis, but you know, when it comes time to sort of look back on your business and how it's grown, you're really going to thank yourself. Awesome. Then, I absolutely. That's, no, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess the other thing I'll say is um, you, you've got to be nimble. You know, you're going to start and, and you're going to have a plan and, you know, you're going to think that this is how it's going to be. And it, it's just it's not going to be that way. You need to adapt. You need to um you know, you need to stay agile. You need to be able to to react, and you also always have to be be reevaluating, right? You always have to challenge yourself to sort of step away from the day to day. You know, look at your business as a whole, and and don't be afraid to make tweaks, and and don't be afraid to do it quickly. Awesome! I absolutely love that advice, and you know, one other thing, because like I said, I. It, it, and maybe I'm biased, but I have to ask, you know, when you think about, you know, your Notre Dame experience, you know, how much did that kind of prepare you for the journey that came after yeah. you left school? You know, anyone who who knows me, anyone in my kind of inner circle is going to kind of chuckle at that question. It's one that's so, you know, it, it's teed up for me. Um the Notre Dame community is is something that's been ingrained for me well before I, I went to school there. You know, I, I come from a big Notre Dame family. Irish football Saturdays are, are sacred in my household, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, you know, what I'll say is that it, it's something you probably hear a lot, but what makes Notre Dame so special is its people, right? The connection that people have to Notre Dame it really transcends the connection that most other people have with their alma mater. Um, there's just something magical about it, something intangible. 
Um, I genuinely really do believe that. And, you know, as an extension of that magic, it comes with this idea that, you know, it's people genuinely have a stake in, in helping each other. So for me, that's meant new clients. That's meant other small business owners in the Notre Dame family that just want to share ideas. It's meant, you know, um, seasoned corporate folks that are just willing to, to lend a hand and, you know, just knowing that we all kind of share that that sacred bond. Absolutely. Awesome. I, I love it. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, can you mention the website one more time where people can find you? Yeah. You know, it's it's a mouthful. Maybe in hindsight, I would have made it a little bit shorter, but it's uh, it's www. There it is right there. www.goldenfranchising.com. Awesome. Awesome. And as you can definitely see, you know, there's quite a few places for people to get some information, um, hear about the services and the free online assessment and the blog. So definitely, Brendan, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you. Yeah, the pleasure has been all mine. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library.